Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's 5 o'clock. It's 5 o'clock on the most listened to sports talk show for your ride home. What? what? It is time for the Falcons Report. Guns it. Caught. Touchdown Atlanta in the end zone. Caught. Touchdown. You shall not pass. The 5 o'clock Falcons Report. Oh, my heaven. The 5 o'clock Falcons Report is brought to you by Jack Daniels. Make it count. Jack Daniels. Please drink responsibly. And sponsored by MD Anderson Cancer Center on Dukes and Bell. We are Dukes and Bell. It's Robbie Tribble. Is it Robbie? Robbie Tribble is Billy. I'm going back and forth today. The evil Robbie Tribble. Hey, man, we're live at State Farm. Big, big night. See if the Hawks can respond. Bad loss last night up there at Indy. We get the Nets, the hottest team in the NBA. So we got all that to unpack, and we're going to talk to the coach of the Falcons, Arthur Smith. But, search. let's start the 5 o'clock hour with a big hearty, hey, man. What a, you know, cool vibe right now everyone's rolling in already and it's going to be you know big time tv tonight and just hope that uh, trey can go he's got that calf contusion it's described as he's listed oh, as questionable he's going tonight. in a game like this he's going tonight. yeah i can't imagine him not you know suiting up but we'll be talking about that a little bit later with steve holman and talk more about the big picture though and the issues that are you know plaguing this team right now which is just kind of one step forward and two steps back it seems like yep. Started, starting to be a little pulse down on the floor. Kyrie Irving's out there. He just made like 15 threes in a row. Of course, uncontested. It's still kind of impressive to watch. Yeah, I tell you, when you watch some of that stuff and it's like, look at the shooting tree. Yeah, these guys, it's, it's they, yeah. some of these dudes, they, they put the work in. Now, Ben Simmons has been off, off criticized, and now he's actually, you know, kind of doing his job, which is interesting because they're only paying him like, what, $150 million. So it's kind of, a, you know, it'd be nice if you showed up and played. But, uh, hey, man, we'll talk more about that in the He just wants a out. living wage is I what he I hear wants. you, brother. And Kyrie, speaking for those poor on down trodden masses as well yeah <laughs> uh, the story today about the falcons is you know they we want to see a little more progression from desmond ritter talking to a lot of our listeners on the text line today when we talked about the falcons earlier a lot of guys are already see immediately Derek carr gets benched for the raiders and we got guys going we should go get Derek we carr, should go get Derek I carr. Mean, you guys it's like a supermarket you guys are like the you see an impulse buy it's i like, know oh, that's right you know you're sitting there at the <laughs> checkout line it's like oh well if i didn't need a flashlight no you don't need a flashlight they just put it there because they get you to buy one but it's just come on guys Derek carr that is Derek Carr is the definition of meh. It's not yeah, compelling. Right. He's a he's a good dude. He pours his heart out if they lose to the Colts this year and they get on a bit of a run only to blow it again because there's just something, man. If he's literally like Goose in Top Gun. You know, if, if Derek Carr owned a funeral parlor, nobody would die. He just can't catch a break. <laughs> That's, that's from I Wall love Street. everything about that. That's my dad. You see, I don't know if Oliver Oliver Stone got that. My father. I don't my, remember that from the movie. Right, and I've seen my that father movie. That's and funny. my and my uncle Jack used to use that line all the time. And then when Wall Street Wall Street came out, that's a great line the gecko uses. If this guy owned a funeral parlor, nobody would die. <laughs> On that note, Coach, we're not going to get you in trouble with the league, but brother, we empathize because that was that was tough as a Falcon fan. You know, with all the things we're dealing with this year, the last thing you need is some calls that didn't make a whole hell of a lot of sense, and a lot of folks really felt for you and your reactions and interactions with the officials. Yeah, well, I appreciate it. Um, I'll let you guys do that so I can uh, 
Not <laughs> right. yeah. As we said, we're, we'll, we'll not get Coach involved in that. The first thing we want to jump on is what are you seeing from Desmond Ritter? Are you seeing some good things? And is, is he, is he, how much is he gaining from game to game? Yeah, I thought um, he took a, a big jump from, from game one. I mean, we, we put him in, you know, by circumstance and, you know, where he's at. And, and we feel really good about him. He's had two really great tests. For, for any quarterback, it's certainly a rookie to go down to New Orleans and then go to Baltimore, you know, on the road against two really good defenses. And I thought he made a, a big leap from his first start to the second one. Um, he certainly saw us drop back more. And I don't think people realize, especially going in the fourth quarter, how bad that win was. And I thought he made some really good throws going into there. The one he had on the sideline, the bird, uh, and that bench route, and then the one, the big one he had to Drake. Um, I thought he showed a lot of improvement. And obviously we need to the next couple of weeks will be big for him, and we're excited about him. Coach, I want to ask you how you're doing personally. Almost uh, completely done with a uh, year two. You've you've come into a situation where there's been some financial constraints, where you can only do with what you have. What is your level of optimism, your energy level, and uh, enthusiasm for everything? Yeah, you know, obviously, you know, you get into these things, and it's competitive. It's been for us. Uh, you know, we don't making excuses and you know, we, we've got a lot of good young players uh, that work the right way and, and are gaining some valuable experience and, and we're all competitive. I mean, that's ultimately your goal is to win, but uh, the optimism is the progress and we've got a lot of things going on the right way. It'll certainly change this off season um, and a lot of constraints. Uh, you know, we want to finish this, this season out the right way, but we we're building this thing, with a, with a great foundation, and that's what it really excites me. And so my energy, um, you know, it's the same every day. I mean, I, I, I wake up every morning, and I have great perspective how fortunate I am. I get to coach football for a living and do it with a bunch of great guys that, that, that want to win and want to work the right way. So I'm very fortunate. It is the head coach of the Falcons, guys. Arthur Smith with us here on the WadeFord.com hotline as we get ready for the Cardinals. One last nugget, though, from the Baltimore game. I, I know we don't want to talk about drops, but it, I thought it was great to see the way Drake London responded. First thing first, ripped those sleeves off. And then, really, he's <laughs> yeah. been balling out. And it seems like there's a chemistry between Ritter and Drake London. There is. That's real. And then the thing about Drake is mentality. I mean, obviously, nobody feels worse. I mean, we continue to work ball, ball security, you know, different and sometimes you got to realize, I mean, he's a long-levered guy. I mean, it's good. I mean, he's smart. He ripped the sleeves off. I mean, those are things that may not affect you, but, you know, it, it, certain guys it does, and that's been proven. Uh, you know, I joked with him that, that I could see why he was wearing sleeves, and maybe this offseason to get his biceps a little bigger, but that's you know, here nor there. But uh, <laughs> he's made some big-time catches. I, you know, another reason you're asking me, Rob, about the optimism, it's guys like Drake. And the, and the competitiveness and the, and the catches he made. And that, that's what this league is. Can you win one-on-one? And if you win outside, uh, you, you got a chance to be a good player. I've seen some uh, significant growth from your rookies. How gratifying is that to see that and the fact you have a role in it and the fact they're buying into what you're uh, trying to impart on them? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's really – and then go back to the line. You know, a lot of those guys, Dahlman in year two, the leap that Chris Lynch has made in year four, Caleb McGarry. Jake's just a quiet professional. You know, we've had a couple different guys play left guard. Those guys are playing a lot of confidence. Uh, Tyler Algier is a guy that, you know, we were optimistic about. And really, he's gotten going. And uh, and as the game goes on, I mean, he's talking about a fun guy to coach. Smart football player. And usually the first guy doesn't bring him down. 
and Troy Anderson's another guy. The more he plays, the better he gets. Uh, another big, strong guy. Uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're excited about a lot of these guys. I mean, I've said it before, Algier, he's doing a hell of a job. I mean, he's just the ferocity with which he runs. And thousand-yard runners on, on this team, we have a chance to get there. They, they don't grow on trees. It is Coach Arthur Smith with us here, guys, talking about the Falcons. Uh, one of the guys, I know we started this, the preseason wondering where our Caleb McGarry's effort was going to be. How satisfied are you with him? Because there'll be a crossroads with Terry Fontenot about him. It's his future. Yeah, I think, you know, that's, some people don't handle that the right way. And, you know, when you get in there and you've got two guys in the same class and you pick up an option and don't, and then a lot of ours, you know, there's a lot of things that went into that decision. And a lot of, some of it was, you know, the financial uh, traits we had. So I, for God put in that situation, he's handled it really, really well. And Caleb's come a long way. You know, he was the guy when he got here. He never really had a full off season. He's, uh, I thought he worked extremely hard. Another guy, he talked about buy-in. Uh, we'll see where it goes, but uh, we've been very happy with Caleb. Certainly, it, it definitely helps when you've got room to to actually bring, you know, your own guys back that you that you want, So, which we haven't had. There's a lot of things that go on in the offseason. Uh, you know, that's what Terry and those guys get paid to do, and, and I'm sure it'll work out the way that uh, it's supposed to for everybody. It's Coach Arthur Smith joining us on Sports Radio 929 The Game. And, uh, Coach, um a lot of people are saying, well, how can you possibly get an a- adequate sample size on Desmond Ritter after just uh, four games, which which is going to be the total when the season's over with? Yeah, well, there are a lot of, a lot of things. There's a lot of things that goes goes into playing quarterback uh, behind the scenes after, you know, a year. There's nothing that takes a place. I get that, you know, that, that argument. These are great subjective arguments. You know, how convicted are you? Well, I feel a lot better, you know, after two starts. We'll see, you know, in a couple weeks. You got a pretty clear idea. I mean, there's been history will tell you there's certain places that have gone, uh, and I hate bringing examples because I'm not comparing them to others. But like you've seen other organizations where they even played played a young guy the whole first year, and then they got conviction, and then he's the guy in year two, and it's worked out pretty well for him. And so this experience for Des uh, tells you a lot, and so we'll just see how it goes in the next two weeks. Right. This is the part of the interview where we tell Coach how we like to do the game plan for the Arizona game. Coach, uh, we, we look at some of the well, you know, matchups. What do you got for us? All right. I'll give you, as you like, the, what do you call it, the fantasy boy, uh, what's this, <laughs> analytic boy, whatever. The, uh, the, the Cardinals defense, pass defense, a bit, you could argue, not you, we all argue, is suspect. Is this the game where you let Ritter air it out? How's that sound? Sounds like a good plan. Um, you know, certainly, I think you you saw even against a you know really good Ravens team on the road in those conditions. I mean, like I said, if you you know as much as you watch us pretty closely, felt way more comfortable in the drop back game. And, and and if we get that going and we marry with the run game, I mean that's where you you're really rolling as an offense. Not only all the right. stuff you do first, second down, seeing a move on the run, Brent making throws uh, out of the pocket, which some of those are by design. You can extend plays. Traditional drop back is ultimately that's what you're going to have to do. Is you got to win in critical downs, third down, two minutes, and uh, and we you saw us do more of that in Baltimore. So, right. you know, I think it was Zeno asked me last week. You know, can you do both? And I, I think I said that when he was talking about some of the things you need to see. And going in Arizona, we want to take another step, and it'll be a big, it'll be a good mix. But uh, we'll certainly see him throw it enough. I don't right. know if it'll be enough for you, but uh, you'll see him throw. It. <laughs> Well, I, and I know we can't cry over spilt milk, but it just as a fan, you'd love to have seen him out there with Pitts and London, and that would have really right. been something. And with all the for you to use as an OC, all the weapons. 
yeah, I know. And it, it's just in the way it went. Uh, but look, the thing that another thing about optimism, you asked me earlier, Rob, I mean, I mean, look, look, what Kyle did in year one, it'd be one thing if he hadn't had a thousand yards, didn't make the Pro Bowl. He did. This year, there was a lot of different obstacles. You know, and I'm, just, I'm like, I'm making excuses here, but we're so optimistic about Kyle, the steps he made, really the impact I kept saying he had on winning, and, and you can make an argument how much we miss him, even the plays without the ball and the effect he has on other teams. And, and he'll get back going, improvement he made this year as a complete player, and, and trust me, that'll be our charge. When you got Kyle, you got Drake, other guys will develop, we'll add more pieces. It's exciting. So, um, yeah, obviously you'd love to have them all right now. That, that's a, kind of a no-brainer. Why is it so difficult for teams to find their quarterback? I mean, there's all these clinics now. They're being coached up, these elite camps, this, that, and the other, and it seems like it's still such a difficult thing, maybe even more difficult before all these elite camps came into being. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the hardest thing to you know, find in probably all professional sports is why those guys make the money, the, the great ones make the money they do. You know, people yeah. sometimes look at those contracts and they're like, oh, you know, how could you play one person? But in pro football, the value of those guys, I mean, you know, you look around and you guys watch a lot of a lot of NFL, and so you see it. Um, the game's not played, you know, in 707. And I think the, one of the things we really look at, the difference in college football and the NFL, is how quickly these pockets collapse. And sometimes it's it, – you know, and it's not a knock on college or certainly in high school or these clinics, whatever. But there are very few people that can make those decisions at that speed. The 300-pound guys come in full throttle, and you got about two seconds in the pocket. Or, and really, a lot of stuff that happens pre-snap. And the consequences, if you hold that football, you're wrong. Um, so there's a lot of things that don't really translate from college to the NFL. There's some things, and it's, it's hard to figure out. And the other part, too, I've seen some good quarterbacks. You get into this dysfunctional environments. You change coordinators five times, you know, right. come and go, you know, the scouting changes because you get different philosophies. There's no stability from the top down. It, it can be a disaster. It can break some guys. And uh, before we let you go, we're going to talk about the defense. I think Coach Pease has done a really good job. I mean, we, we look back and you see how many games where you limited the opponent to 21 points or less and the bend don't break. It just seems lately the run – you've gone against some good running teams and the run defenses has struggled at times. But how, how would you evaluate the, your rookies this year? I know that's your focus on the offensive side, but what do you think of your rookies? Like uh, Anderson seems to pop, and at times the edge rush has been a bit inconsistent, but sometimes some of those guys pop as well. Yeah, so – those guys, yeah, absolutely. With, with AK, you know, obviously we we need to get more sacks and, and really quarterback pressures. I mean, that's the thing. And you can get there, and all of a sudden you got a four man. You can roll a bunch of guys in there, and now you're now you're cooking. So, but AK he continues to, to improve. You know, he was dealing with a, with an arm injury that slowed him down for a few games. Uh, you know, I think he's getting back kind of where he was about a month and a half ago. Uh, he flashed a few times against Baltimore. D'Angelo is another guy that. Had a big impact on special teams, playing more on defense that we're excited about. And then Troy's another guy. I mean, everywhere more Troy plays, uh, but, you know, it's kind of a no-brainer. The better, better he's gotten. So th- those three, you know, I think very optimistic about them. Uh, I thought Richie, you know, the plan last year as he, as he sat and then he played a, a role inside and then now he's developed into the, the safety that we thought he was when we drafted him. Um, that, that's very encouraging as well. 
Well, Coach, we always appreciate your time very much, and there's a big part of this fan base that's extremely optimistic when the financial realities uh, go away and uh, the checkbook can open next year and you guys can use your acumen in evaluating talent. And Thank you very much, and good luck on Sunday. Well, I appreciate it. Great talking to you guys. Thanks, Coach. You got it, man. There is Arthur Smith, and uh, again, it's he can't. For those guys, you're like, no, he can't talk about the refs because that's no. a that becomes a, a six figure check from the NFL. And not to mention that if you're known to do that, well, you're going to start getting ticky tack penalties Correct. called against you as well. But so there's we unintended all, consequences yeah, about spouting off. But when you're you know when you're struggling with your roster and you got other things and you're playing in the weather like that, the last thing you need was the refs piling on. But we all know how that went down. Anyway, man, just real quick, some numbers. I know we got to catch a break. Miles Garrett is a producer over at Fox Five. Uh, Desmond Ritter talking about how well he's doing with Drake London. 14 catches for 166 in these two games. That averages out to 83 yards. In the previous 13 with Mariota, he was getting 41 yards a game. There so you the, go. He's doubled the production. There you go. Well, they're boys. They're simpatico. Right, right. chemistry. I'm looking forward to what this team's going to do. Sounds like he will give him a shot to throw it around, too, doesn't it? I do, yeah. I hope so. That's why I recommended 40 <laughs> right. passes. You're right. Hey, the Braves have extended a certain someone they just brought in from a horrible place. He's very happy to be here, and I think his numbers are going to show that this coming up season. It's Dukes and Bell, Rob Triple filling in Sports Radio 1990 game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't even visit other leading job sites so start looking in the right place with linkedin you can hire professionals like a professional post your free job on linkedin.com recommend today 
back to State Farm Arena. More from Dukes and Bell with special guest Rob Tribble. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. The strong arm story of the day is brought to you by John Foyt Associates Personal Injury Law. Would you believe seven weeks from today, pitchers and catchers report approximately. Wow, yeah, Valentine's Day. Yeah. Holy moly. Seven weeks. I know we're dealing with uh, the college football playoff, NFL playoffs looming, right. uh, Hawks tonight, but it's right around the corner. And as a result, the Braves have uh, signed catcher Sean Murphy to an extension. A nice extension, a nice robust extension for him. So. Yeah, six years, 73 mil, which yep. averages out to just over 12 mil, which if he's three quarters of JT Real Muto, that's a value, baby. That's a good deal. Well, he's going to be in a more hitter-friendly ballpark, that cavernous right. place out there. And plus, he's playing with such a bad team. Yeah, we talked about up. this earlier. Right. Just tough to go to the ballpark every day when you know you're out of it. It's like, right. I don't want to be here today. Especially if it looks as dreary as it did in Moneyball. Oh. not sure if they've done any upgrades I, in that dump. I don't think they have. They haven't. <laughs> they have not. i got to pay for my Coke. Anyway, uh, I mean, Coca-Cola, that is. <laughs> not the 80s. No, they baseball. get that free. The other get that different, free. Different era in baseball. But, uh, yeah, man, so this guy, you know, it's a good deal. It makes sense. You, you and I were talking about it earlier. Again, I don't want to rehash everything because, you know, I was out for 10. The world kept spinning when I was on the beach. But the, uh, the Dansby thing still sticks with me only in the sense that it was it was certainly more doable than maybe we anticipated and i'll just make this brief rob you and i talked about it earlier i love the murphy trade i think it's good if he's again i'm not gonna get all the analytic wonky stuff but everything says he's basically where real muto was when he was a marlin yep. and if he can poise and take that jump then it's going to be great he can throw guys out stealing but, but yeah. i still There's be a lot more stealing attempts this year but i still worry about the heart and soul of your team yeah. I mean, you can't quantify it. You can't. There's no metric. There's no acronym for a guy who's a glue guy. And look, the Freddie thing, it played itself out. But Dansby, I just thought, you know, that's one I thought you could keep. I think if you get, sometimes you get a little too too far away from your identity, unless they feel that, you know, that Michael Money Harris, he's going to be the new boss. You know what I mean? That yeah. Austin Riley is a really laid back dude from Mississippi, unless he's ready to prepare to, you know, he works with Chipper. Maybe he's ready to take that level. In baseball, does it matter as much as we make it up to matter here in the NBA? I think it matters right? a little bit, certainly. It's a Someone culture. to hold a, guys accountable. It's a culture in a clubhouse. Yeah. And, know, of course, in Chipper's, uh, or sorry, in uh, Freddie's case, don't wear your sunglasses over the A. Make sure your shirt's tucked on. <laughs> that was a little, that's a little much there. But the I, baseball police is what yeah, I call it. Yeah, and that. again, I'm not trying to be overly sentimental. I just think Alex Anthopoulos, and you and I are talking about for guys who missed it, he's doing things almost like by the Belichick Patriots playbook. Yes, yes, I've said that. Yeah, I is, said that on Sunday, right. matter of fact. I compared, uh, for some reason, the Falcons flyover. I brought that up, the notion right. of Bill Belichick. So about frugality in sports. Everybody says that they're going to know when it comes time, not cutting time. The Falcons, for instance, the Falcons, they can, from, when you move up for a Julio Jones, you're, you're tethered to Julio Jones forever. Yep. And then Dimitrov could never move away from that. And and, and not was, to mention deferring Matt Ryan's money. Yes. That that guess what? That bill came together. Yes, and too. all of that came together because yep. it was cause and effect, and that's why we're going through this gap year, which I think I gotta be honest, you know, it's not as it's about as you know, for some would say it's about what we should be. Maybe we should have won some of those games we lost. Either way. Point being as long as the Braves get to this level of success and maintain it, I just think when you've won the World Series and you didn't get there this year and you've got your core, I don't want to start subtracting a guy who's a slick fielding, good hitting shortstop. And the hope that Vaughn Grissom will be as good. I think he can be. I, I like, I mean, that, and I like Vaughn Grissom. But I was, my always feeling was put Vaughn Grissom in left field. And let's get on with our lives. Yeah, but uh, he's going to be your shortstop. Well, you you got Eddie Rosario. And guess what, Mister Ozuna is going to be around. I wonder if he's. I hope he comes to train. I hope he comes to spring training. Not. I hope he's not going to eat his way out of Atlanta. They're going to give him a month. I guarantee you, they'll give him a month to prove right. himself, and then bye. Yeah, I. I 
two things. He was hitting really well in September. If you yes, guys he remember, was. A lot of guys don't remember. He Osuna was. did get on a heater at the end of the season. Yeah. Yeah, but we don't have to deal with the off-field stuff, you know, whatever. Everybody right. has their trials and tribulations. I don't think he's a, he's a sociopath, a no. homicidal sociopath or anything. I think, you know, the, the way that – and Carl, to his credit, from the jump said, like, well, let's get wait till we get the full story. And even the video wasn't as conclusive as they made it sound yeah. to be. You know, like the DUI, I'm not trying to make light of it. We've all – some of us, some people don't do it at all, but some of us have been behind the wheel at a time in our life we shouldn't have. But that just kind of compounded the sour taste people had for us. Yeah, that, that, that creates a PR problem. Absolutely, right. certainly. The, uh, the optics are not very good. Good. But this Murphy kid is, you know, this is a good fit, and this is a good thing. And, and Travis Darno doesn't go away, No, as Squid pointed out yesterday. So one will DH, one will be behind the dish. And we all know Travis is prone to getting injured, and that's a tough position to play back there. I mean, right. no matter how many uh, shin guards, chest protector, everything you have, that foul ball, that foul tip is going to find some piece of flesh and hit you somewhere, right? <laughs> it's just, it's just it's a rule of a uh, – yeah. The tools of ignorance, yeah, man. the tools of ignorance. So, again, six-year extension, as we said, uh, $73 million is a great deal for a guy. If he pans out, it's going to be, like, again, you've got every position on this team now pretty much locked in. Mm-hmm. And you've got control over all these guys for yep. years Team-friendly contracts, yeah. So now what we got to do is go get more starting pitching. Just one guy. I think we just need one yeah. guy. One guy. I, you know who I think could end up being that sheriff in the locker room? You remember how uh, Ozzie went after right. Azuna for loafing right. to first base. Ozzie got in his damn face, and I, I think Ozzie might be that guy. Like I said, Austin Riley might be a little bit laid back. Michael right. Harris probably hadn't been around long enough yet to uh, assume that role. That'll Because that is an important thing, because guess what? The manager stays out of the clubhouse a lot of times. That's the player's area. If, if the manager wants to talk to you, you come right. to his office. That's so it. there has to be a sheriff in there. Yeah, it's uh, Squid Billy, our producer, Bo. We were talking about this earlier. I mean, Austin Riley could be that guy. Michael Harris could become that guy. Yep. I mean, it's one of those things where we have to explain to some folks, what's it matter? Well, there, there are things in some clubhouses where a guy sets the tone. Yep. You know, and, and this is a squad where, remember, they had that kind of come to Jesus moment out in Phoenix last year when Snicker pulled him, I mean, this season, when yep. Snicker pulled them together. Said, I, will, I always will want to know what he said because he seems so mild-mannered, but I, I guarantee you can peel the paint off the wall if he has to. Hell yeah. It's been, been his whole life, right? Yeah, I mean, he's been in the Braves organization mm-hmm. since 1977. Rodon was the guy I wanted. Yankees signed him while yeah. I was on vacay. But, again, I, I'm i just not exactly sold on what we've got. I mean, if you feel that, uh, you know, we've can we go, in, let's just say for argument's sake, we're in another October pennant race and I got three pitchers, it's not enough. Yeah. Because this year we went in with two and a half. And the Charlie Morton thing, he's, he's been a fine pitcher for a long time, but bringing him back for one year of $20 million, I'm kind of scratching my head at that one. I mean, what do you want? Like you said, yeah, what do you what do you want, three and a third from him? You never know what you're going to get. He can be dominant tags. sometimes, right. but other times he just gets tagged. Your bullpen is still pitching five innings. Yep. And that's why I'm saying, why, what are we doing here? The other thing will be, and I think if you're looking to where the Braves are going, and I, I, we're not trying to sit there and say they're going to rest on their laurels and say, well, we gave you a World Series, and now we're just going <laughs> to you know, we're going to be practicing you know, sound financial baseball decisions. I will say this. If you won't offer Dansby that deal when he came down $30 million off the Cubs, you're never signing Max Fried to a long-term deal. No. Nope. And Max Fried will be 30 when that comes up as well. So you well. give Max Fried a quarter of a, a billion-dollar deal at age 30? Because that's what it's going to command. Probably if he not. stays, If he continues but his – pitchers are pitching lo- longer. I mean, Charlie Morton's 38. Look at uh, Scherzer and um, – Oh, and, uh, and Verlander. Verlander. They're, they're pushing 40, if not 40, <clears> and they're – they're right. still thriving and still seem to be at the peak of their powers. Although Scherzer does break down every year around August and needs a few starts off, then he comes back. Right. Yeah, that's why I mentioned to you yesterday. I thought Syndergaard might have been a nice pickup. He went to the yeah. Dodgers on a prove-it deal. But, hey, man, so there's the news. That, again, the story that happened after we got off the air. That's why we're rehashing it that the Braves get Murphy in the trade, and then they lock him into a pretty good deal for the Braves. How about check this out, though? This is this is lurk. So NFL salary cap, $208 million. 
the NBA, they have a soft cap at $123 million. Not as many guys on the roster, clearly. NHL, $82 million. Well, the Mets payroll is approaching a half billion dollars. <laughs> It's just monopoly money. But, again, if if the Dodgers and the New York Yankees in recent history, say for the the, the COVID season, have proven the biggest payroll is in no way a guarantee that you are going to win the championship. No, but uh, 17 of 25 World Series uh, champions had payrolls in the top 10. 14 of those 25 were top five. There are some outliers, and there's no guarantees in baseball, certainly. Right, but have you ever seen one where the number one team's salary adds up to, like, two-thirds of Major League Baseball? Or the gross national product of five South American countries combined. Well, then on the flip side, you got Pittsburgh, as we like to say on this show, the you know the Pirates and the uh, what was it? Oh, the Pirates and the A's, yep. the Yankees and Red Sox of tomorrow. Today. <laughs> the Braves are a uh, tenth in payroll. And they won the World Series a couple of years ago. So okay, it, it does have some bearing, but not always though. You still have to make wise decisions, and I, I know that. Um, Steve Cohen up there, he's a fan, and he's doing everything he can to win. I know I know the fans love him, but, you know, yeah. it doesn't necessarily bear fruit, though, especially depends on who you throw your money at. Hey, man, Georgia and uh, Ohio State. Ohio State, are they getting over these questions, man? All Ohio State is hearing is you absolutely played the worst football of your lives against Michigan. We'll get into some of that, guys, coming up. Steve Holman's going to join us. We're live at State Farm. It's Triple and Bell. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Get it to Brown. Brown's pass tipped and stolen by A.J. Griffin. A.J.'s going to break in and jam. Back to our Hawks pregame broadcast. Live from Steve Farm Arena. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Who will challenge the dogs atop the college football throne? Georgia on the mountaintop. Demons be gone and the drought is over. It's time for the road to the college football playoffs on Dukes and Bell. Demons be gone, Satan. I rebuke you. <laughs> That's right. Hey, man, Georgia Bulldogs. Everything this uh, this afternoon has been pretty funny on the Ohio State side. If you're a Georgia fan, it's not probably that funny to be a Buckeye after to answer every single question about why did you guys look absolutely so terrible in the biggest game of your season. In the, the again, guys, uh, you call it the game. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, the game at the Ohio State University, and that's why I can't stand the Buckeyes. The Ohio State University that does get on your nerves. But they've been answering questions all day. And Rob, we got some audio for these guys. Yes, we do. Uh, C.J. Stroud, the quarterback. Uh, here's what he has to say about being a, an underdog. I wouldn't say that I feel like an underdog. I don't feel like um, I do feel like people are counting us out, but that, that's fine. I mean, we've been counted out plenty of times. I'm pretty sure people have counted the Mecca out in his life, and people have counted Coach Wilson out in his life, and. People counted me out. Uh, so, I mean, this isn't nothing new. Um, I definitely think this is the path that God wanted us on, and I'm just rocking with that. So, if that means that we're the underdog, I'm cool with it. Who's counted them out ever? Yeah, you're the- This is a perennial national power team. <laughs> yes. They're Every year they're ranked in the top three. Being counted, what the hell is he talking about? Yeah, I mean, but these are the narratives, the disrespected, the downtrodden. Oh, the whole know, thing. I mean, it's, it's like it is, these are also guys who are 18, 19, 20-year-old kids, so they're going to run with that if that's the narrative. It's it's just funny, though, as we say, looking from outside the Big Ten, it's the most top-heavy of all the Power Five. It is? It's Michigan now. It's usually, you know, and Penn State. Let's be honest, no one ever thinks Penn State's going to beat a ranked opponent, a uh, top five. But it is what it is. So you had one job to do, go to that Mickey Mouse schedule. You beat Notre Dame early when Notre Dame yep. was lost. Yep. And you struggled at times against them. You struggled against Maryland. And you looked like crap against your biggest rival in the biggest game of the year. So it's, I mean, it's not like it's a false, to use Arthur Smith's phrase, not a false narrative. Yep. Why yep. did you look so bad? And that, So that's they've been bombarded. Because remember, it's not, just, it's not like it's guys, you know, it's not like it's just AJC writers. It's national media here yep. peppering these guys with these questions. Well, here's also C.J. Stroud on, I guess he uh, reckons Ohio State to be a villain. I do agree with this one. Um, I think we kind of always thought it was Ohio against the world, um, even before this game. Oh, so God. Uh, nothing really changes. Stop. Uh, I know me personally, I'm glad we could play them you know, in Atlanta, in their kind of home uh, home arena. Uh, kind of always like being you know, the villain and underdog going into the game. So uh, I'm definitely excited to, be able to do that. You know, Ohio State, I thought the best game other than the Urban Meyer run where they went through multiple quarterbacks right. and they won the national championship, which I thought was one of the most impressive things. That's why I thought Tom Herman might be a good fit at Georgia before they went with Kirby because, wow, look at that. Multiple quarterbacks all the way through the biggest games of the year and you right. win it all. That was impressive to me, and that's why you got to respect that. You know, Ohio no, wait, State. Wait, wait, wait. Back up. You wanted Tom Herman over Kirby? 
I might have said that on the air once. Oh, my God. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? No, no, look, you? I'm like some guys in this town. I don't have it erased if I say something stupid. I live with it. <laughs> I do you know what I mean? I say stupid stuff all the time. Yeah, I just tell you, I'm not going to say it didn't happen. I was thinking that, and I gave you the logic. Now, it was not well-founded, and Kirby's built a machine, and now everyone <laughs> hail Kirby. But for a minute, because at the time, Kirby wasn't yet officially an option. That was the we time. We ought to have a segment this week compiling our worst takes of all time. Well, I think, our... I'll tell you right now, you don't build with Matt Ryan. You build with defense, Glenn. Dorsey should be our pick. <laughs> you were a Glenn Dorsey guy. Yes, I was. Oh, my God. <laughs> you got to build from the inside out, Rob. You got to get that pass rush we've been missing for so many years with the Falcons. I told you Ron Palace would win three Heisman trophies. No, be no cook. But no, but that's, I mean, that was a season, I think, even if you were an SEC fan, you could tip your cap to Ohio State. Oh, most absolutely. of the time, most of the time, though, we look at Ohio State as fodder for now this new playoff and a mm-hmm. team. The biggest win, I thought, and the one that I made me and Carl, I think, Speaking for Carl Dukes, Dukes and Bell with Robin, was when you got Justin Fields nearly cut in half by James Skalski. Right. And he comes back, and they beat Clemson, and that was the biggest, and that's been the, their biggest Ohio State win, you could argue, since you know, since that national championship under Urban Meyer. But the point I'm getting to is you got two things to do. You win your one big out-of-conference game, you play, and you beat Michigan, and that's it. And I'm yeah. sorry. Yes, they went into Happy Valley, and they beat Penn State, and that's, you know, again, we don't, no one – Unless you're from Pennsylvania, nobody thinks Penn State's ever going to win a freaking national championship again. I'm sorry. Or Mike Conti. Sorry, Mike. Oh, yeah, Mike. Other than our boss. Sorry the fighting, about that. The fighting no, Mike Contis. No, my wife's family. Real sidebar. My wife's family is from Central PA, also known as Pennsylvania. Because Pittsburgh's yep, on one side, yep. Billy's on the other. And you get up there, and, you know, I played golf with, with Nittany Lion alum and fans, and it all comes back to they don't believe in James Franklin. They think there's a ceiling with James Franklin, and yeah, they all know it. He's like a charismatic figure. Right, and uh, great He recruiter. presents well and everything else. But what is he against top ten, top five? I mean, right. He's got a horrible record. I can't remember the numbers specifically, but I know they're It's almost abysmal. like, and um, this is not a knock, but it's, it's similar. It's like how Georgia fans may have felt at the second half of Mark Rick's run. Yeah. After 2012. Well, it's like what we talked about Bill Walsh earlier. He said, after about nine years, the message is stale and the, right. my voice shouldn't be heard anymore. That same thing happened to Mark Rick. He just right. got stale. But, I mean, but the thing. And he was on cruise control, too, true. I think. But the thing you and I have come to talk about today, after talking, and if you missed it, uh, we had a really cool conversation with uh, Danny Cannell about right. it. He was saying, and I brought this up to him, I said, Marvin Harrison is the best wide receiver in college football. If you can get him, the ball's coming and out. If you quick, don't agree, his dad will shoot you. Yeah, well, hey, look. Don't mess with the man's ride at the car wash, okay? <laughs> Keep your hands off my whip. That's, a, that's like it's the old Wild West. You don't mess with the man's horse. That's a shooting fence. That was the funniest, most out-of-character-seeming thing, because Marvin Harrison was so quiet, but it's those quiet dudes you better watch out for, You know what right? I love about you? I could pull. I, as soon as I said Marvin Harrison, I knew you were going to talk about the alleged shooting at a car wash that his dad owns in Philadelphia. Damn right I was. I'm always looking for that extra little oop. <laughs> That extra sidebar. I am the king of sidebars. <laughs> so, but that's the only concern is, and you've heard every Georgia, as much as the Michigan thing has been brought up with Buckeyes, everybody in Georgia on the defensive side has been asked about how did you give up all those big plays, 500 passing yards to Nussmeyer? Yep. And how does that get fixed? Well, that game was basically over. But guess, guess so you what? you still get checked out mentally? Um, maybe a little. You can lose intensity. It, it's like a pitcher when he has a big lead. A lot of pitchers can't pitch well with a big lead. Because you lose your edge, you can't convince yourself it's still 0-0. Right. But that Georgia defense certainly showed up pretty well against Tennessee, didn't they? Yeah, buddy. Showed up pretty well against Oregon, Oregon, didn't they? Yeah, by the way, I was kind of surprised, but I guess Bo Nix, he comes, comes back, maybe gets himself in the first round. You know, he's going to go play for the Ducks again. Did you see Dan Lanning smoking a cigar on signing day? 
No, I did not. Yeah, but he should, deal. though. He pulled off a yeah. coup, the seventh best class. Yeah. But they should, though. Those facilities up there. Right. Funny thing is, you know, when Joe Burrow got to Cincinnati, he goes, God, LSU's facilities are better than this. <laughs> and that's the, that's the it's the truth, man. Well, that's also the Brown family are the cheapest owners in yeah, the NFL. Yeah. That's why, I mean, that's what's amazing. For years, they would always draft somebody who was a screw-up who fell into the second or third round, and that's why the team's always self-destructed. Bon, Bontez, perfect. Bon, Pollock's got a great story. I, for guys, if you're new to the show, I'll tell it quickly because I've said this on the air up to Carl. But Pollock tells the story. David Pollock, three-time All-American, gets drafted, I think, 16th by the Bengals. Yep. Everybody else he's talked to that he met at the, the night camps and everything else everybody's getting flown on a private plane the Bengals say pick up your tickets at the airport <laughs> your Graham bus tickets too <laughs> so Pollock's got to fly up to Cincinnati like on whatever it was Delta no he had to take Amtrak to Louisville <laughs> and then... <laughs> no, but if you guys remember from like the second third third season of Hard Knocks the Bengals at their training camp at some like Jerkwater Junior College they made players rent the televisions for their dorm rooms <laughs> just to give you an idea of what what's going on in Cincinnati <laughs> Charge them double for the liquor in the little fridge, too. Right. You can look it up. I'm not making this up. It's documented. That's awful. (laughs) So getting back to it, are you feeling any different about this, or you think that Georgia's going to win by 10, 13? I do. I do. I I think Georgia. I like what um, Connor Riley said about a 34-20 game, something like that. I think maybe a 30. I think Ohio State's going to have some big plays. 30-26, something like that. I don't think either team's getting to 40. Every game this year, we have given you these the worst case scenarios. And the, well, the Oregon guys, they got that offensive line. That's the best offensive oh, line. Yeah. <laughs> Went through like poop through a goose. <laughs> and then the Tennessee game, well, no one's seen Hendon Hooker. Hendon Hooker was scared blankless. He was missing receivers by 10 feet. He's still wandering the streets naked in Knoxville with memory loss. I mean, so, so that's, that's the, we've given you Florida Gators. Well, you know, they've got. No, hasn't happened. No. Nope. Hasn't happened. It's Georgia, happened. yeah, they may sleepwalk through the first half of Mizzou or Kent State, but they get up for the big one. Yeah, they do. And I don't see any lapses. They will not come out flat. Right. That seems to be the operative word here at State Farm Arena, unfortunately. Regarding well, we'll team. talk about that. I mean, last night was pretty abysmal. I mean, I tried to, I literally, I felt like I said earlier to Rob, clockwork orange. Like I had yeah. forks keeping my eyes open trying to watch a blowout loss to Indianapolis, Indiana. I almost ordered a shot of Clorox at the bar last night. Please, Rob. Hey, man, Steve Holman's going to join us. we got plenty more to dive into. Is it time to move on from Nate? You know it's, guys, it's inevitable. It's coming. It's Why are we going to postpone it, I guess, is yeah. the point. All right, so. What is uh, Steve Holman coming up next? Yeah, Beyond at Six. Well, that's great. It is. It, I've lost. Cl- I've lost track of time. <laughs> We're not even drinking, and the question is, where's the beer cart? There's usually where's a the beer, beer cart, cart right here, and it's not here. Steve Coonan, we'll be back. Dukes and Bell and Rob Tribble. <laughs> Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.